Hi, this is Doc Jones, the resource investor. I'm here talking with David Gower, the CEO of Amarita Resources. Uh, this has been a core holding of mine for uh, quite a while now. Um, we recently received our final environmental permit to start the drill program at Romanera, which is one of the three high-grade deposits uh, that we won after five, six years in court uh, against uh, METSA. Um, and uh, they just announced that they're doing a, they've, they've increased the drill program to 70,000 meters, uh, focusing on the Roman era, which has uh, historically had over 30 million tons. Uh, within that 30 million tons, is about 12 million tons of high grade uh, with an in situ of around 450. 425 a ton, um, and there'll be six rigs uh, drilling there, uh, and the other two will be concentrating on the other uh, two deposits. Uh, so, uh, David, uh, nice to nice to see you. How how are you? It's been a while. Nice to talk to you, Doc. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've just recently got over COVID. I've been basically on my back for the last three weeks, but uh, feeling uh, right as rain now. Um, so. So, so with 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 this uh, uh, drill program that's uh, that you're undertaking here, you're doing seventy thousand meters, and you're focusing uh, six rigs on the Roman era deposit. So, what 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 is important takeaways from from that? Well, I think the important understanding about the IBW project is that Roman era is really the the anchor you know, to the economic prospect there. It's, it's by far the largest deposit to date, and uh, it will be the it will be the deposit of scale that that puts this project uh, across the line and in, in, into an economic development. So, uh, for that reason, uh, it, you know, as a starter, it's it's ten x the size of anything else um, on the property, and. It's already because of the existing drilling with over fifty holes. We, we're pretty confident in the fifty, in, in the eleven million tons of, of high grade. Um, so, really, there's no, there's no reason to, to take a slow approach to this. We we basically want with the seventy thousand meters of drilling to to have all of the existing resource in a measured category. Uh, because that that will basically what we what we intend to do is uh, the 450 meters of strike down to 350 meters depth. We'll we'll be drilling that on 50 meter centers, 50 meter sections, 50 meters uh, a long section. Okay. Uh, but coupled with the 50 holes that are there already, should should give us the density required uh, to have that all measured. Um, it also is important to redrill that area uh, because we, we need the, the material for metallurgical work in the future. And part of the area, uh, which was drilled by Asturiana to, to zinc in the past, uh, in the distance past, uh, was not assayed for gold and in some cases not even silver. So we, we also need that data because the, particularly the shallower part of that deposit is, is quite precious metal rich. And, uh, have a significant uh, impact on, on your cutoff grades when, when we do the resource. So that's the first thing. And then the, the balance of the meters will be um, to expand the deposit. Uh, so within the, the, the 450 meter strike length, 
we, we'll take it from 350 meters down to at least 450 or 500 meters, uh, assuming it, it continues, and, and we don't see a reason based on the geophysics why it, it wouldn't. Uh, but that conductor is also 1.2 kilometers in strike length. So only about a third of the geophysical expression of this deposit has been drilled to date. And so we're going to do the same uh, spacing on section, so 50 meter step outs on section, uh, with 100 meter uh, sections going particularly to the east. Uh, the conductor, we probably could get another. Uh, 100 meters, maybe maybe 200 meters to the west, but it's the bulk of the target is, is actually to the east, so most of the work will be in that direction. Um, and then we have about 10,000 meters in contingency that will be used on those 100 meter sections to to infill where required, uh, where we have the grades uh, to, to upgrade that. Uh, the important parts of, of that expansion uh, to at least in part indicated and, and uh, you know the balance would be inferred. But the important thing there is we want to fast track whatever we have there through to uh, uh, economic evaluation, serious economic evaluation and engineering next year. So 70,000 meters, uh, it's a little bit of a workout. However, I, I can tell you uh, we used to do it every year with Falconbridge up at Raglan, for example, and that's a we had a five month basically window uh, to work in, in the high Arctic, helicopter supported. Uh, it takes good organization, but we we have that. Uh, we're we're bringing in some new contractors, uh, and we put uh, production uh, criteria in the contract so that. Uh, and, and they're quite comfortable that they can improve the productivity over what we're seeing to date. Oh, good. Uh, but we're 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 pretty confident that we'll be able to get that drilling done within the schedule that we've laid out. Of course, the biggest issue for us has been getting on the property with the drills up until now. Right. Uh, we're in good shape now. With with you know we've got the blessing of the environment department. The mayors of the two municipalities are firmly behind the project, and, and the mines department, of course, has always been. Uh, so the drills are turning. Um, we'll have six drills, and if we, if we need more, we'll, we'll bring more. Okay. Um, so I, this this aspect of it is actually something we can manage. Uh, this is what we've been trained to do. Yeah. Uh, some of the frustrating uh, political-type uh, activities and, and legal-type activities that we've had to do are, are much more frustrating in many ways. So. Yeah, I, I know you've been waiting um, six years, I think, to finally drill the Romanera, which was the, the core of the IBW that would uh, underpin uh, a, a large economic um, development there. Um, so, so you'll have six drills there. And, and, uh, and as far as the precious metals that you mentioned, the, the Gosselin, Gosselin uh, uh, layer there that the Romans were mining for precious metals, uh, it's because there was a delay getting onto the property. Um, if you go back to when you did the surface sampling of Romanera last year, just uh, some of the grades that were at surface, you had uh, 4 grams per ton with 203 grams silver, 5.24 grams per ton gold with 253 grams silver, uh, 9.79 grams per ton gold with 365 grams silver, 
uh, greater than 10 grams per ton with 202 grams uh, silver. So there's definitely um, uh, a nice um, potential there to upgrade the uh, historical resource just by including uh, the precious metals credits that, that were not, not included before. Also, I, I, you know, I did some math on the, the residual grade when you back out the, um, the high-grade um, lens of the 11, 12 uh, million tons. The residual grade then is about $140 a ton, which bodes well for, uh, you know, when you're mining, you have a certain amount of dilution that, 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 that meets the smelter uh, cutoff grade. Assuming the smelter cutoff grade is, you know, $100 a ton, then, then uh, whatever... Uh, uh, whatever dilution that is necessary to, to, to do the mining is, is, is not going to be a penalty economically, which, which yeah. is also nice. Um, well, yeah, the way that would work, in fact, we, it, it does improve your, uh, your, your mine grade because you're, you're not diluting with zero grade. Yeah. But uh, we'll upgrade on site with a mill. Yeah. So we'll produce a, a zinc concentrate that's more than 50% zinc and, and a, a lead concentrate that's probably between 55 and 60% lead and, and a copper concentrate probably uh, typically in the high 20s uh, with a calcopyricon. And, and the precious metals should report to the lead and the copper typically. Uh, yeah. I work to do a metallurgy to, to demonstrate that. Mm-hmm. That's more or less what we would be shipping to to the smelters then but it does uh, have a profound impact on your your mining a milling cost to have a uh, better grade hitting the mill yeah yeah definitely definitely and and just a reminder the um, when this was drilled before it was a uh, they drilled a basically a 450 meter strike and the last hole they put into it, because uh, they came up to the claim boundary at depth, was at the 350 meters vertical depth and uh, approximately 12 meters wide, the high-grade section, uh, at about 13-14% uh, zinc equivalent. Um, so, uh, as far as I know, there isn't any faulting uh, uh, in, in that area that would interrupt this this lens, so the the idea is geophysically that this lens will continue. It won't just abruptly end when it's uh, the high grade section is 20 meters wide. And then when you have the add in the lower grade halo, uh, the zone is, is fairly, fairly well, uh, well developed. I, I would expect that's the case. And certainly geophysically it continues. And uh, with the, the sections that we've been able to put together and we now have a 3d model based on historical drilling, mm. Uh, it's a pretty uh, intact, simple geometry so far. So uh, we're not seeing a lot of folding. We're not seeing a lot of faulting in, in this deposit. Okay. Which is, bodes well for everything you just said. Great, great. And, and so the six drills will will there be step outs? So step outs will be doing. You'll be doing those concurrently with the confirmation of the historical. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's good. That's good. And. Um, it's interesting um, uh, just talking about the uh, you know the the mayors having support and whatnot. I was reading an article out in Spain where they were talking about how emo has um, you know really been um, uh, a positive impact on the community. You're employing almost a hundred people now, uh, and uh, the eight other land packages that you've added to the original IBW. Uh, 
that you're now, I think, the second largest landholder in that area as far as a, a mining company, which uh, certainly bodes well for, uh, you know, way back when, when I first invested in this company, talking about the hub and spoke po- prospect of where you have a centralized mill and all these deposits are within trucking distance. So you have, uh, you know, Romanera underpins everything because of the, the scale of it all. And then uh, the net present value of every ton gets pulled forward um, because you don't, you don't have to set up a, a bunch of different mills. Uh, you just have one where you're feeding the high grade from Lanfanta, from Alcura, from any other deposits that are delineated on the Ontario or the other seven packages, uh, which, uh, you know, really over time just generates, lowers the cost per ton uh, and the grade that you need long term to, to, to create a, a dollar profitability. Um, yeah. Uh, it's, uh, it's, it's an important observation that Roman era, of course, we we're hoping to expand it significantly with this drill program. Yeah. Uh, but even with the resource that exists there, it's, it's actually got the value uh, that would make it worth doing a feasibility on yeah. uh, as an Obviously for us, bigger is better. And uh, knowing how much is there helps you right size the operation. Right. But bolt-on brownfields deposits like what Alcura will become and, and Infanta that are high grade and uh, some of the other occurrences that are around uh, within less than 10 kilometers of where Romanera is. Um, the present value of those types of projects can be very high because the capital is largely borne by the existing operations. So uh, the, these things over time become very, very important in terms of uh, you know the, the financial viability and, and, and strength of, of an operation like this. I, I know, uh, when, again, I, I refer to Raglan. Um, Falcon Bridge had the operation there in the mill, and there was a, a fairly nice deposit discovered by a junior uh, that was tied onto our ground. Um, when I looked at their model, because they, they had to basically put in all the infrastructure and, and their own mail and all of those things, uh, it, it really didn't even make sense. But for Falcon Bridge, when we model it, because we've already got this investment in capital, the MPV of something that had a negative return for them would have been in the, and back in those days, Keep in mind, we're talking about dollar eighty nickel. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it would have been in the forty million dollar plus NPV range, you know, for a, a, a very small bolt-on deposit. Uh, these are bigger than that. Yeah, uh, so that, that's what I'm talking about because the capital is so low, uh, because it's already invested. Um, it, it, these things become very important. So, so so you'll have a a, a drill uh, continuing the expansion and delineation of of land Fanta. Um, and then you have a Alcura which historically had uh, two million tons 
two to four percent uh, copper, excluding you know it, it's it, you don't have the drill hole data, but you know, looking at um, what historically is known that there's uh, multiple lenses within a hundred meters of the surface. Uh, the ore pile that was assayed uh, at 5% copper, 14% lead, 24% zinc, 580 grams uh, per ton silver. Um, yeah, it's, um, do, do you think, uh, would it be possible, do you think it also include uh, Alcura into the, um, uh, the, the resource estimate that you're planning on doing in, in early 2023? Or I guess well, it, it's a... That would be for sure. Um, it, I guess it's a little more of an unknown for us because we don't have to drill all data, as, right. as you mentioned. And if it gets a lot bigger, well, then that's a champagne problem. But if it's mm. limited to a couple million tons, uh, we, we should be able to get that uh, into a, a resource category that we would be able to include in, in the package. And we are trying to source the drill hole data as yeah. well. It, we, we know there is some available. We just have to convince people who may have access to it to, to provide it to us. Uh, and some of them may have been involved on, with the Matza side of the lawsuit. And so, right. Well, you'd, uh, you'd have to redrill it anyways, even if you had it. So, uh, so, so this uh, 70,000 meter program is uh, posited to be about uh, $10 million as far as, as costs. So, how are you sitting as far as the treasury currently? Uh, we're still around $25 million in the oh, treasury. But okay. We're in very good shape to do everything that we need to do here. And, okay. And, then, so we're, we're, uh, and that's another reason not not to go slow on this. We, it's, it's a fantastic asset. We're in a great market to do this. And uh, it's time, you know, this IBW project uh, saw the light of day, really, in, in, in this will be the year when you're going to see a lot of great results come out of that. Yeah. Uh, so, so uh, you know, during COVID and all that, there was a, a lot of delays with assay labs and whatnot. You, you had talked about possibly trying to contract a second lab or, or resolve that because you're going to have a high volume of cores now. So uh, how, how are you uh, looking to ensure that the, the news flow is um, a little more consistent than we experienced with the lockdowns and whatnot? So I think... I think the backlogs are starting, are, are clearing, and yeah. we are seeing around times. And, and similarly, uh, the the protocols, which are a big part of the problem, when people test positive, they're they're off. Yeah. Uh, in Ireland, which is where they, the labs are, uh, th those are also uh, get, getting much less strict. And we're also in discussions with two other labs in Spain um, that, that can do this type of work. Uh, they're not technically, at least one of them is more set up to do metallurgical type uh, work, so very high precision, lower volume. But uh, we have talked to them and they do have the facilities if they, and, and they, they are quite prepared to, to take on part of the load. And uh, obviously it will help their bottom line and. Uh, and help our uh, our turnaround time as well. So it's uh, yeah, we we should have, and they're all certified. Uh, so that that's important. So yeah, uh, 
they're not certified, then we can't use them for 43101 purposes. So, um, just looking at my notes here, if there's anything else, um, I, I, I won't ask you for any timelines for, for uh, uh, when results, but uh, um, there's also, um, oh, Nuevo Tintillo, uh, you, you guys have been... I think uh, hopefully next week we'll get the report from the Geophysical Survey. So we've flown the entire 25-kilometer property. And we've flown it with uh, EM, magnetics, and gravity. So the, the, the key uh, geophysical surveys for this type of deposit. Um, as, as you're well aware, you've been there. There are three past producers within that package, and, and we hold two of them. And there are another half dozen uh, uh, known base metal occurrences along that stratigraphy. So... Uh, not too differently than what you see at IBW. Uh, we're seeing multiple centers. It's, it's common. Uh, you know, if you think of the Metogamy camp in Quebec, it's, mm -hmm. it's the same sort of thing where you get this, uh, people say string of pearls, but they're, they're much bigger than pearls <laughs> uh, type of, uh, and, and, and on the seafloor, even today where these black smokers form, you get this periodicity uh, as well. But, uh, um, so yeah, this, this area has not been explored in decades and decades. So it's, uh, we're pretty excited about what might come out of that survey. Uh, we, we hope to be drilling there later in the year. The other good thing about uh, Nuevo Tintillo is that it's entirely in the same category in terms of uh, permitting as the Infanta. So we, we don't have to do the full environmental, uh, permit to do the drilling. It's just a matter of satisfying the mines branch, uh, the work program, which as you know, uh, in Fanta, we were drilling nine months ahead of <laughs> where we, we had to, to be in, uh, in Roman era. And in the case of uh, Nueva Chintiro, there are seven municipalities as opposed to two, uh, one, of, one of which is actually Asnacoyer, the town of Asnacoyer. And we've got the go-ahead from every mayor on that belt to, to proceed. So Oh, that's great. Well, the work that we've been doing uh, within uh, the IBW project, uh, you know, it's, it's, it doesn't go unnoticed. And the mayors have their mayoral meetings. And uh, I, I think, you know, it's a real tribute to our part they work to, to stay on side take no shortcuts and, and, you know, be good corporate citizens. So, uh, uh, yeah, later in the year when, when we have these results, uh, compiled and, and done some ground field work, uh, checks, uh, hopefully we'll be looking at, at drilling some of that stuff as well. No, oh, that's great. That's great. And well, it's nice to know that the, uh, the mirrors are all, uh, on board in, for, uh, Developing and drilling at, at Nuevo Tintillo. I, I guess the last thing uh, be, before before we uh, um, ha head out for the holidays. Um, did you have any comment on uh, any developments or uh, on the Asna Collier uh, uh, legal case and where, where we're at with that? Um, I, 
haven't heard anything new since we put out the release. Uh, the only thing I would reiterate is um, the important thing I, I think that maybe got lost in, in, in what I would say, well, I'm not aware of this, but uh, is, uh, you know, confusing messaging is the, uh, the administrative court uh, has essentially told us that they, ha they have finished their deliberations and that they're they've made the decision based on our information that uh, and, and our our request that the the evidence should be substantially identical with the criminal case that determines the administrative case, and therefore they should do the normal process, which is wait on the superior court's ruling. So we. By, by basically telling us they're going to do that, they've essentially told us that they agree with the superior, with the criminal court ruling, which we already know. Uh, we've got five judges that have unanimously written a resolution saying the other bid was disqualified, should have been disqualified, it was illegal. And in fact, the basis for a lot of the charges that people are going to be sentenced for in this next hearing come from the fact that they didn't disqualify it and knowingly let it proceed. So from our perspective, um, we have more certainty than we've ever had in terms of what the administrative case will be. And the fact that the resolution is, is written, uh, it could be slightly modified, but uh, what we're hearing is it essentially as soon as that three week period or whatever time it takes, We've, we've been given an estimate of two to three weeks because there are 16 people for, for that hearing. Right. Uh, that they can come out right after that with, with that resolution. So it's a bit of a delay, but not a long one. And even if they had issued the resolution, they might have waited for the criminal courts uh, to, to finalize in any case. So um, at least yeah, now you know. I wish it was done, but I, I, yeah. I, I think. Our, our council certainly feels very confident that everything is, is aligned for the right decision. Well, at least now you know the administrative court is in alignment and, and not thinking something different than the criminal courts and the criminal courts take their cue off the superior court judges, five of which say that crimes were committed and the tender should have never been awarded to the uh, other company. And uh, I guess, you know, for, for, for those who are impatient, uh, you know, uh, you know, people who have maybe been new to this story for the last few months or whatnot, you know, like you've been on, you've been dealing with this for six, seven years. And, and you go back two yeah. two years ago when two and a half years ago where Amarita had a market cap of sub 15 million and you and the president uh, were basically funding the company out of pocket, not taking salary. Uh, and, uh, you know, just <laughs> basically selling selling the staplers in the photocopier to stay to keep the doors open yeah. so to speak and and here we are today you know like we've got 25 million in the bank we won uh one one ibw and also increased uh the land holdings to be the third largest holder in the belt secured nuevo tintilo ontario the other land packages and had the the, the criminal courts all come in alignment and 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 now there's a judge selected, a courtroom selected. We're just waiting for the date, and uh, it's it's all coming to 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 an end, um, you know. And that that's that's a very valuable, very valuable land package, um, 
you know. I like the all coming to a beginning. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I can just imagine. Yeah, yeah. Well, the, the the good thing is just to circle back to, to Nuevo Tintilo. It sounds like you know that um, should things uh, be very interesting there, that we are more than uh, financially capable to execute a large drill program on there without having to tap the capital markets to do that, because twenty five million in the bank. Plus, there's also the warrants. Uh, a lot of warrants that are uh, that I think there's. Just, just from the when we raised money uh, last year, there's uh, I think twelve or thirteen million dollars that would come in at a dollar fifty that are still good for another year and a half. So, um, yeah. so yeah, we're we're in good shape. We're in good shape. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, th thank thank you for your time, Dave. I appreciate you uh, giving a little color, and I look forward to uh, getting some news uh, out of the company. I guess uh, fairly soon, and and. Uh, yeah, and good luck on the drill program and, and uh, all that. Great. Thank you very much. Okay. Uh, it, was, it was a pleasure to, uh, to talk to you. Yeah, you as well. You as well. All right. Uh, and enjoy the holidays.